0: So um, every morning, uh, every Monday, that is, the boy who's a kindergartner has a Zoom meeting.
1: That's adorable. <laughs> he's he's yeah, got more they, Zoom meetings than me.
0: I know. It's, it's crazy. I don't understand what they get out of it. I'm sure it's just like so they remember the teacher. Because mm-hmm. kids will forget you in a heartbeat at that mm-hmm. age. Well, this, uh, this morning, the teacher asked the kids individually what they did this weekend. Right, and all the other kids were like, "Oh, you know, I went on a hike, and I planted my garden, you know, just all kinds of enriching shit." And it got to the boy. He was like, "I watched Jurassic Park. <laughs> he learned about dinosaurs. That's not bad." Yeah, you know, I don't think that movie's entirely appropriate for a five-year-old. Was it the first one? Yeah. No, it's
1: not. That that is scary. The dinosaurs are scary. They scare me.
0: When I was a kid, parents really just didn't give a shit about what kids watched. I'm pretty sure I watched Jaws at five.
1: Mm, terrible. It's funny. I was just talking about this tonight with my sister and my cousin and my sisters and how how my cousin's half-sister, when we were eight, I remember she used to watch HBO and it was like all types of inappropriate stuff, like... Violence and sex. And I just remember being like, she's bad. She watches HBO.
0: (laughs) So my mom used to, um, back in the VHS days, Mm -hmm. pretty much rent me anything I asked for. Wow. And I went through a horror phase when I was like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12. And at some point during that age range, I probably couldn't have been older than, definitely was not older than 12. My mom rented me the original I Spit on Your Grave. I don't, have you seen I, this film? I have not seen this film. Oh, man, it's a film that starts with um, a graphic rape, graphic gang rape.
1: What did you think seeing that when you were
0: 12? Titties.
1: <laughs> oh, boobs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, like, it's a wonder anyone from our generation made it. Like, maybe we did. Maybe we're all psychos. Maybe. I
1: mean, I remember when I was in high school, those faces of death. VH tapes were going around, and I was just like, "I'm not watching it. I'm scared. I am not gonna watch this." Even though I think most of them were fake, but I just did not want to watch it.
0: I think I saw one of those, and probably not the whole thing. How was that even legal? Like you could just walk into a video store and get a snuff film.
1: Was it though? I feel like it was an underground thing. I don't think Faces of Death was like at a video store.
0: Maybe back behind that beaded curtain.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: That's a porn joke for you youngsters.
1: (laughs) I remember that beaded curtain in my video shop. (laughs) Welcome back to Yeet the Press, guys. Another uh, fun episode we think. We hope.
0: You'll be the judge of that. Yeah, you will. So um, it's been a pretty wild couple days for uh, the president, oh, man. the White House, and America in general.
1: I mean, we say that every week, but every week he just ups the stakes. The, thing, the stakes get upped every week.
0: So uh, late last week, the DOJ announced that it was dropping all charges in the Michael Flynn case crazy. Uh, for those of you who don't recall, Michael Finn, Michael Flynn pleaded guilty, admitted to lying to the FBI. It was an open and dug, open and shut case. I would like to know what percentage of federal investigations have been dropped after a guilty policeman entered.
1: Bad don't even none. I think it's very, very, very rare if it's happened. These people
0: are completely out of fucks to give.
1: They don't care. They're just doing all the corruption in our faces. <laughs> they are. They're just, like, rubbing it in our faces, like, how oh, you like that smell? You like that smell of corruption? And we're like, no, we don't, but we can't do anything about it.
0: No, I'm thinking that this was Barr. I mean, it's obviously Barr carrying water for Trump. Obviously. But I think someone said, you know what, you can't pardon Flynn.
1: Yeah, this is what I think. I think Barr is two things. Barr is protecting Trump by not letting Trump pardon Flynn. Because if he pardons Flynn, Flynn loses his Fifth Amendment protections. And he will be compelled to, to talk if there's an investigation. Which, with this DOJ, there won't be. And then I think the other thing is, Barr is pursuing absolute power for the executive branch. Do you remember that, that speech he gave last year to the Federalist Society? Yeah. And it was just all about like how basically the president is the one with the power and that there's been like an encroachment on presidential authority by the other branches of government, which it's like there's three equal branches.
0: Checks and what's the other thing? Um, balances. Something, yeah. Right, so... No, it's checks and balances. What, what the fuck? This is the same guy, same Bill Barr, who said that maybe police should stop actually working in communities that protest against police violence.
1: You know, I think, here's the thing. I don't think he's an honest man, but I do think he believes his own bullshit. I really think that. And I think he's trying to discredit the Mueller investigation, because, like, if you notice, he's trying to, like, turn it so that it's, like, he's turning the investigation on the investigators, and he's trying to discredit everything. And, honestly, he's setting up a whole bogus legal justification to go after an inquiry into Obama and Biden.
0: Oh, they're going to throw Barack Obama in jail. If Trump is reelected. Barack Obama's going to be arrested? They, they are. He should flee the country now.
1: <laughs> go. Get out of here, Obama. Go. Which, uh, you heard that tape that dropped last week, um, Obama, on a phone call. Okay, first of all, Obama, we know you released the tape. You gave your okay for it. And I just want to say, say it out loud, motherfucker. Like, come on. Don't be Say a it
0: with your chest, Barack.
1: Really? If you can't talk shit, talk shit. Say it to the
0: camera. <laughs> With a little bit of, like, righteous anger, dude. Come on. Do you know how much shit I would talk if I was as financially secure as Barack Obama and didn't have to worry about getting another job ever? I mean, seriously.
1: Also, it's like, I got so mad when I saw that because I was like, dude, you are still sticking to presidential norms, even now. Why? Why? What is the purpose? There are no... Trump has shredded all the norms. What are you doing?
0: Here's where I am with Barack and Michelle Obama. Mm Mm-hmm. Go the fuck away. But if you're going to hang around, do something useful. Speak up. Yeah, you can't do this shit where you just chime in every now and then to chastise poor people or black people. Or... Which they love doing.
1: Do they? I haven't. I I don't pay enough attention to them to know that they do that. Give me. Um, Michelle
0: Obama recently made some statement about um, Republicans win because we, and all black people know when a black person says "we," we're mm-hmm. talking about black people, right? Because we can't be bothered to come out and vote.
1: Mm. Isn't it true that the black vote is like
0: <laughs> the most important vote to Democrats? Of, of course it is, and I mean like, like. At the same time, she says nothing about voter suppression, right? Gerrymandering, voter suppression, and nothing about the fact that the Democrats really haven't offered us anything but a slight sliver of protection from the Republicans. Barely in the last twenty odd years. Do, do do you do you watch all this shit that's going
1: on? And I just look at the Democratic leaders like Pelosi and Schumer, and I go, you guys aren't angry. Why aren't you angry? It almost makes me go, you don't mind any of this. You're fine with this.
0: You know, it's almost as if the Democrats' whole gimmick is holding civil rights hostage. Like, hmm, be ashamed if something happened to your abortion rights. I know. Might want to come out and vote for us. I
1: know, but then they don't, they, like, what are they? They're not doing anything about it. It's just like endless, pointless investigations that go nowhere, that do nothing. I don't. I don't see anybody on TV. I see AOC being angry. I see clips of her being angry. She's the, the squad only, in general. She's the only one that like that has a platform. The rest of the squad, I feel like they don't have the biggest platform as AOC does. Um, Why do you think that is? I think because AOC plays ball and she is very smart about politics and like she understands how to play it. And I think the other guys, gals, I think the other gals are like, even though I agree with them, I think they're too militant, if that
0: makes sense. You know, I don't think Ayanna Presley is that militant.
1: Maybe she's I just think...
0: portrayed that way. And like you know, like she came out and endorsed Warren. Mm-hmm. Whereas the squad right. was right. solidly Bernie. So she's definitely a more mainstream dem. Honestly, I think it's uh it's pretty privilege. Pretty pl- you think so? I think so. Now, that's not to say that the other members of the squad are on I mean I think I Ayanna mean, Presley's gorgeous. She is a uh, she she alopecia? I don't
1: know. Which
0: makes me less conventionally Okay.
1: I mean I guess but no
0: yeah, no, no, no. They're I, I, don't, don't bait me into talking about relative <laughs> attractions. I am. <laughs> I won't do it. Ah, uh, you were starting. But to no, hear. I don't no, think AOC... it's pretty.
1: Provoked. I think she's very, very smart. She's eloquent. They she's... all are. Yes, they all are. They are. You're right. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna say that. Sorry, you're not gonna get that from me.
0: That's okay, because I said it. Okay. AOC, if you're listening... Jason, thanks for Keep you up the pretty. good work. We love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so... I, back, to, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Um, I think Barr and Trump's goal is to destroy inst- institutions. That's what they're doing. I mean...
0: I mean, that's been Trump's goal from day, day one. one. How, how else do you appoint someone like Betsy DeVos who doesn't believe in public education as the Secretary of Education.
1: That was the the point I was going to make. Setting lobbyists in charge of the institutions they have lobbied against and tried to destroy.
0: We? Our, Our current Secretary of Energy ran for president on a platform that he would abolish the Department of Energy. Yeah.
1: That's insanity. So, I think Barr's doing it for him um i think it's going to be interesting to see what the judge does with this because from what i read in the washington post um the judge can do three things he can start an inquiry into why they're dropping the case which i feel like is probably very appropriate because he did that with the um what was it the uh roger stone uh prosecutors Remember, remember in February yeah. they tried to uh, reduce the standard sentencing and he, the judge in that case was like, what, why? And he did an inquiry into that.
0: He did. He still got a slap on the wrist.
1: He did. He did. <sighs> um. You
0: the, know. What? If he weren't such a conservative piece of shit, Roger Stone would be a really compelling character.
1: I mean, he'd probably be really entertaining, but I've watched this. Man, they're all like really they're all fucked up on years and years and years of drug use. I watched a clip of him um I think in a deposition and he just was he had all the tells like the the clenching of the teeth and the like weird like um facial tics and like he's been on a
0: lot well, you of don't... drugs. <laughs> He and his wife are old-school swingers. Ew, gross, gross. Can you imagine... Oh, you don't know about this?
1: No, but can you imagine going to a swinging party and he's there?
0: Yeah, the story broke, oh, years and years ago. I want to say it was either early 90s or late 80s that um, someone found an ad that he and his wife put out in a swinger magazine, like one of those local ones in New York. They're into the lifestyle.
1: Why is it that swingers are all, like, Gross and ugly. Like, I think I'd be into swinging if it was like good-looking people. It's never good-looking people. It's always ugly, gross people.
0: You know what it is? It's mostly people who couldn't get laid when they were single, uh-huh, so and f- now they're just trying to get their body count up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Oh man, that's hilarious. no
0: disrespect to anyone who enjoys the lifestyle. Yeah, no, it's all jokes no here. shaming, no shaming. You fucking pervs. <laughs>
1: I just said I'd be into it if it was attractive people. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, not you guys.
1: (laughs) Uh, So, so did you did you know that the FBI, their whole or the Department of Justice, their whole thing, their filing isn't on that Flynn didn't lie because he did, and they know that it's that the FBI shouldn't have interviewed him in the first place. That's
0: the whole thing. The whole fruit of the poison tree nonsense. Right.
1: That that the FBI used dirty tactics on him, which, have you ever watched First 48? I have not, no. Okay, that was a show on, I think, A&E. I binged it. I had a, a period in, like, 2007 or eight where I would binge hours of it, which is a hard show to binge because it's about murder. But the whole premise is that you, the police have 48 hours to solve the case because... After 48 hours, like, it, the percentage of solving, it drops. And I used to watch it. And the one thing you learn is that cops use dirty tricks to get you to say anything. Like, you going to tell me Flynn didn't know this? Come on.
0: Oh, well, cops absolutely lie. I, it's He didn't realize he had been wiretapped before, and he told lies that were yeah. contrary to... Right. Actually, he wasn't wiretapped. The Russians were wiretapped. And And Flynn came across the call. He got snacked. He got snacked. And then he lied to the FBI about it.
1: Man, don't lie to the FBI. Like, say what you will about them, and the FBI's done some shittiest things, but, like, don't fucking lie to them, dude. Let me tell you something. If the FBI is asking you a question, they know the answer. They most
0: likely know the answer. Yeah, you have the right not to talk to the FBI. Yeah
1: get a lawyer that's the other thing i I realized from first 48 don't ever talk to the cops without your lawyer present ever no matter what even if you're absolutely 100 percent innocent don't ever fucking talk ever
0: and that that is our advice to you the listener like don't talk to cops ever
1: seriously don't ever do it without a lawyer do not fucking do it So yesterday, uh, Trump melted down uh, and did I think 126 tweets or retweets?
0: 126 tweets. <laughs> Insanity. He's, he was retweeting QAnon accounts.
1: Uh dude, he retweeted, <laughs> he retweeted somebody who who had a picture of Trump from like the '80s holding a, a flag, and it was just like. Uh, did did anybody ever, ever remember seeing Obama holding the flag like this? No. Like me either. Was it from WrestleMania? I don't know. No, it was like from him on one of his buildings, I think. Like putting, holding, I don't know. But it was just like, what does holding a flag have to do with
0: anything?
1: I mean, we know that. I don't think
0: I've ever held a flag in my life.
1: I've hold, held one of those tiny little flags at 4th of July, but he also didn't do any Mother's Day tweets for Melania or Ivanka. Or Ivana. Or Ivana. Um,
0: Wait, what's the etiquette on doing like Mother's Day tweets for your baby mamas? Like, I feel like, if like
1: you, you got to thank them all, don't you? <laughs> They're all your baby mamas. I think mamas. you do. you got to. Um... What else? He just kept repeating Obamagate, tweeting Obamagate, which... Which is not even a thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, just because you're... Like, one tweet was just Obamagate, and then he replied to a bunch of tweets with Obamagate, and it's like, you can't... I mean, you can't just say something and be like, it's true, just because
0: you're saying a one word. I mean, also, like, affixing the gate suffix to a word or a name is lazy as shit. It is. But this is the absolute laziest, because it's not even a specific Obama scandal, it's just like, Black (laughs) (laughs) Gate.
1: A reporter asked him, a reporter asked him tonight at the press conference what it was, and he couldn't even, he couldn't even say, he couldn't say anything. He just was like, you know what the crime was. Uh, We don't know what the crime was. Um, So do we
0: think this guy actually believes this QAnon shit?
1: I don't know. I think he was on a lot of uppers yesterday. (laughs) He was hitting those uppers hard. I think... I don't know. Yes, I think he does, because he's always been a conspiracy theorist. I mean, he's ran on the... He got his attention from birtherism.
0: Well, the thing is, like, to believe in QAnon, he has to believe that he's the actual hero of this story? Oh, he believes that. How can he, though? Like, he knows he's a crook. I don't think
1: he does, dude. He's got some really deep psychological shit going on. He is a malignant narcissist, and he cannot tell himself the truth. He is absolutely terrified of the truth.
0: I think a lot of dictators think they are doing the right thing for their country, but he started out as a grifter. Like, he knew it was a grift to begin with. But here's the thing. I think he
1: definitely knows he's a grifter, but I think he's... You know, he's, like, believes his lies now. He believes the hype. I think he pushes down his true opinion of himself really, really far. I think he's... Narcissists have very, very
0: fragile egos. Do you think he knows what he looks like? I don't think so. (laughs)
1: Because, like, he retweeted um, uh, some meme that was his face, and it was like super, super up close. And it was like, and this is not old shaming, but it was like huge pores and like lots of wrinkles. Like he retweeted that like, and he's supposedly vain. He's very vain. So it's like, does he know what he looks like?
0: So, you know, there's a theory going around that while Trump actually sends the tweets, he doesn't compose them.
1: No, his, his, um, assistant guy does I can't remember his name
0: well I've heard theorized that um, it comes from multiple sources through throughout foldering are you familiar with foldering I am yes so, for, so those of you who aren't foldering is a technique whereby multiple people share a login for a specific account mm-hmm. that could either be an email account mm-hmm. or a twitter account mm-hmm. and instead of sending messages someone simply composes a message and saves it as a draft right and the other person can see the draft. I mean, this is something Manafort was guilty of. This okay. came out in his trial.
1: Yeah, and somebody I can't remember who it was, but they got busted, I wanna say during Bush's term, for having an affair with someone and they the way they communicated was through foldering on in Gmail. Do you know Doesn't that sound like Do you know who I'm talking something
0: about? Something like that Roger Stone does at the club <laughs> foldering.
1: I don't even know what that is. I don't wanna know what that is. Um, I think he doesn't compose all of his tweets, yes, definitely, but he does compose a lot of them, but I think, yeah, his, I know that the guy that writes a lot of the tweets for him purposely puts mistakes in, and they, they, like, workshop the mistakes. (laughs) Good
0: God. I know. It's all Every Everything's a scam. How is this our president? Apparently COVID nineteen is sweeping through the West Wing.
1: Rampant. Rampant. How does he not have it? How does he not you know, he is the luckiest motherfucker there ever was.
0: He does not wear a mask, even though the entire West Wing staff has to wear masks now. Except unless for they're him. sitting at their desk.
1: Except for him.
0: These people are being tested daily. Yeah,
1: but see that's the thing. The it's not it's not dangerous and yet. The president and everybody who works with him can get tested every single day. And he expects people to go to work.
0: Yes, and the people who work around him have to wear masks. But you can go to work at the fucking Jiffy Lube with no PPE.
1: That's terrible. I just, what is... I saw a clip of... What's his press secretary's name? Michaela? Now. That's what some white ass name. <laughs> I don't know. She said, um, somebody, a reporter asked her, uh, about her own comments. Um, when she said back in February, before she was the press sector secretary, that COVID-19 would never come to America. So they asked her about that. And she was like, I'd like to turn the question back on the media. Um, why don't we ask Vox when they said back in January that it wasn't going to be a deadly pandemic? What about now? And I just was like, you guys are denying it's a deadly pandemic, but now you're admitting it's a deadly pandemic.
0: Like It really just depends on who they're arguing with yeah. and who they're trying to make score points Gr- against. Grifting 101. You know, Kaylee McEnany is actually the most competent person they've had at this job.
1: Oh, she is sharp
0: and you quick. You know, she's a Harvard Law grad? She's sharp
1: and quick and very, like... On her feet, she she's she's confident. Yeah, she's scary. <laughs> they cannot have somebody that comp competent <laughs> talking to the press.
0: I miss Spicy.
1: You that?
0: I miss Sean Spicer. Ah, uh, he didn't last that long. Um. I used to go.
1: Have you had any Have you had any um issues with people not wearing masks when you're out?
0: Yeah, I have this uh. So, I try to get out of the house and take the kids out. We went on a walk on a trail on the river mm-hmm. yesterday, and white people were just out and about with no mask on. And yes, without fail, they were all white. hmm hmm And it's like, like, I know you think you're outdoors, but we're walking on the trail the width of a fucking sidewalk. Exactly. I was... Yeah. I mean, the fresh air doesn't save it.
1: I know. It still hangs in the air, bro. <laughs> It's, it's hanging out in the air if it's, if it's... We're
0: still four feet apart from each other. I was at
1: um, Target. I had to go get diapers. And I was at Target and I was in line. I had my mask. And there was a woman that was like three feet behind me. And she was trying to ask me a question, white woman. And she didn't have a fucking mask on. And I was like, you need a backup.
0: Oh, you can't go in stores without, without a mask, by law. They haven't done that here. And they need oh. to. It's just like, these
1: assholes, we're we're opening up, okay, fine, we're fucking opening up, we shouldn't be without proper testing and tracing, but here we are, they're they're just going to try to make us accept mass death, right? These motherfuckers, all they have to do is wear a fucking mask, that's it, and they can't do that.
0: They don't even need a mask, they can tie a scarf around their face. Exactly. They can wear a t-shirt over their mouth
1: oh my god
0: so speaking of press briefings there was a briefing today
1: Mm -hmm. I watched a little bit
0: and uh Trump kind of lost it he did he stormed off in a huff. oh
1: he did I didn't know that I didn't get to that that clip
0: oh really oh then then I'll tell you about it tell
1: me tell me tell me
0: so um I hope I don't butcher this name, but uh reporter uh Weijia Jiang. He butchered it. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. really you, sorry. you
1: tried, you tried.
0: If she asked uh Trump why it's a competition I when he, why he's always saying that, that we're testing more people I did see that than any other country and we're doing more. It's like why is it a competition? Why does it matter? how many people we're testing compared to other countries if Americans are still dying oh. in huge numbers.
1: See, why is it all the women reporters that are, like, asking him the hard questions?
0: Because women are simply braver, just they, on
1: average. They are. We are. Okay, but go ahead. So
0: what happened? And so she asked, um, he said, why don't you ask China? I saw that. You know, just a weird thing when he pronounces China. 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 Yeah, China. Yes, he did the China shit with her. And she was like, why are you asking me about China specifically? <sighs> and he's like, I'm not asking you specifically. I'm asking anyone who would ask such a nasty question. That's
1: what he always says about women reporters, ask nasty questions.
0: Right. So then he goes to, he calls in another woman mm-hmm. and she goes to ask her a question and he's like, no, 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 we've moved on. He's like, no. She's like, no, you called on me. Yeah. Oh, I saw and he that. Said, I did see he that. He said, you didn't say anything. And then he turns on his heel, pivots, and walks off the stage. See, now that's what I missed. He just huffed off. He just
1: huffed see, off. See, this is what... Here's the thing. I like it that there are the, a few female reporters who are doing... Saying questions and asking questions and pushing him.
0: Yumi Sandor does it every time.
1: I know, I know. She's, she's awesome. She's so great. She's so great. The, I don't... I've seen like one or two male reporters do it, but like I just really get very frustrated with them for not calling him out on his bullshit, not following up or following up of a, a question that somebody else asked. Why don't they do that? I don't understand.
0: Who do we know that can get me press credentials? Ben. Ben, if you're it. listening. Yeah, give me precedence. <laughs> I will ask questions while clapping my hand between each word.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I'm so <laughs> there for that. I'm so. Th- can I be your assistant and also ask a question? Like, I don't get, like, these reporters, just burn your fucking access. You will be a hero. People will praise you. You will be a hero for asking hard questions.
0: And the truth is, like, unless you're Maggie Haberman, how much access do you truly have? You're in the room. Guess what? We're all in the fucking room.
1: Exactly. And also, you're not in every room every time. So burn your fucking access and let somebody else ask. uh, uh, Just keep, everybody burn your access. Who fucking cares?
0: Do a journalism. Just, Just one journalism.
1: Just do it. Speaking of. Asshole of the Week. Just do
0: it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Asshole of the Week is Michael Jordan. It's always Michael is Jordan. Is it
1: Michael Jordan? I see I'm not watching the show, so I don't know.
0: I didn't get to watch it last I night. Saw I saw your tweet. It was tweet. Mother's Day. I saw
1: your tweet. I, your wife would let you watch
0: it. Yeah, I watched uh, The Kingdom, which is like a historical Korean drama about zombies.
1: Okay. Wow. That's a lot of things in one movie.
0: Yeah, and none of those things are good. <laughs>
1: Historical drama about zombies. Yikes.
0: Yeah, it's like like medieval Koreans and Hanbok and Hanuk villages fighting zombies. So it wasn't good? I, it's not my cup of tea. Okay. But it's a well-made film. It is uh, probably my second favorite piece of Korean zombie entertainment. Okay. First? Train to Busan. I haven't seen that. I don't get to watch. Movies. Oh, it's good. It's from the same director as, um, uh, Parasite. Okay, I don't get to watch movies. I still haven't watched Parasite. Don't ruin it for me, even though it's kind of been ruined. Oh, you need to talk about Parasite because I we should have a very special Parasite episode where I hit the hard class analysis of Parasite. Okay, let's do it. Spoiler alert: Everyone else is wrong about this, and I'm right about
1: this. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Next episode.
0: Right, let's do a very special parasite episode. A very
1: special parasite episode. I'll watch it. Where's it streaming?
0: It's on Hulu. Great. I have a friend's Hulu account. Hulu. We're open for sponsorships. Yes.
1: Um. We got to wrap up. I just want to say two, one thing. I uh, want to thank my sister for doing our artwork. If you have not seen our artwork, please go to our Instagram and check it out. Check out her work at cb.studio sebe.studio she's fucking amazing and i apologize for calling her out cuz i was a real jerk about that
0: oh see you you had plausible deniability cuz you have multiple sisters you could have just pretended you were talking about the other one N-
1: the other one does not draw so i wasn't <laughs> she, they're not they're not she listens and she sent me a really mad Hurt text, and I felt very bad because I was only making jokes.
0: I'm sorry, Amanda's sister.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry too, sister. Um, also, we'd also like to welcome to the oh yeah crew. Go ahead, Jay.
0: The latest member of the YTP family. Mm-hmm. Our new social media director.
1: Yes, he's a director. Dustin. Dustin.
0: VP of social media. Even no, he's
1: the P. <laughs> The VBE's (laughs) B. And as always, thank you to our good friend, Kevin McLeod, for hooking us up with the music. music,
0: Yeah. Licensed through Creative Commons. If you're looking for some uh royalty-free music, hit Kevin up. I mean he's He's got
1: good stuff. He does good work. He does, he does. Follow us on the Insta and the Twitter. At eat the press and send us a, g- a Gmail if you want. At gmail. Wait.
0: At eat the
1: press. At, g- the press at gmail. At com gmail. And please. Com. Rate us on iTunes. So leave us a review.
0: Jason. And we will see you soon. Next time.